Hello everyone and welcome to episode 28 of the Infinite Boost podcast. I would just like to say that this episode was excellent. It features T-Now, one of the founders of Indie Gaming League, IGL. He was a real treat to talk to and as a quote-unquote lower level Rocket League player, we still found a really good conversation to have around different video games and running a business and growing the IGL that I think you'll still be able to get a lot out of. I really appreciated the time that I had with T-Now and it was just a really uh, a good conversation to have. I hope that 2020 is treating you well so far. This month in February, I haven't played one single game, and honestly, it's been one of the best months of Rocket League that I've had in a really long time. I look forward to talking to you guys more about it and for you to hear about it in future episodes, Uh, but this episode is not about that. It's not about me. It's about T-Now, so without further ado, roll the episode. T-Now, thank you so much for joining me on the Infinite Boost podcast. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I think so, too. I'm really intrigued to hear a little bit more about where you are with Rocket League. And obviously, um, as I said a little bit in the intro, you are one of the, the commissioners, the commish of the IGL Indie Gaming League. Um, so you have a lot of games that you spend some time with. Uh, you're not just solely focused on rocket league like some of us but um so we know where we're going and what we're getting into why don't you uh give everybody and me since we don't have a lot of experience with each other a little bit of background on your history and experience with rocket league definitely so um initially i I was a pretty casual player i mean I, i still am um but my initial exposure to Rocket League was primarily just playing split screen with friends or with my brother, you know, just just to have just to have fun. Um, I liked the game a lot, and you know, whenever we would play, it was always a blast. But I never dedicated a whole lot of time into necessarily grinding it out because I had some other games I was playing that I was a bit more serious about. Um, and then, you know, two years ago, my my business partner. Uh, Commissioner Smash or Kyle, he came to me with the idea of Indie Gaming League. Um, And so that kind of got me into Rocket League quite a bit more. I finally uh, got it for PC, started playing it a little bit more on my own, worked up the ranks a little bit. Again, like I said, I was never a serious player or anything, but from where I was going with basically just being split screen, kind of worked my way up into the middle plat uh, level. Um, and that's kind of been about where I've been ever since. Just more of a casual player. I really just enjoy playing with, you know, friends, family, whatever it may be, um, and just, just kind of having fun with it. Okay, so right now you are, what's your rank exactly? So right now, and I primarily just play doubles, I'm sitting around plat two. Okay. Now, do you participate in your leagues um, I do not play in the, uh, I do not play in the rocket league one. Currently I played it in the first season. Um, but I do play in some of the leagues for our other games. Just haven't, haven't played with rocket league, uh, as okay. of lately. So you're not only a president, the president, you're also a client. Indeed. Do, yep. You might be too. Do you know those hair club for men commercials? Uh, I don't No, I don't. Oh, okay. 
those are from, I don't know how old you are, but when I was younger, you know, they would have like a Rogaine type commercial, but it was called hair club for men. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that was in the commercial at the end was like, I'm not just the president. I'm also a client. And then it showed a picture of him when he was bald and now he has a full head of hair. So that's, that's just awesome. like you, but gaming instead exactly. of hair. That's, I hope that's you keep exactly your hair as long right. as possible. I'm trying to. I am 30 to answer. Well, to answer your unasked question about my age, I am 30 and I still have all my hair. So hopefully we'll there you uh, go. keep that trend rolling. Not all 30 year olds can say that. That's true. <laughs> so uh, when did you start playing Rocket League? Um, I would say I started playing Rocket League probably in... I would say probably in like 2017, 2018-ish. I definitely was not uh, playing when the, you know, when SARP came out. Um, and I wasn't in there early on, you know, right, right at the release. But after it had been out for like a, a year or two is when I got into it. And then were you on PS4 or Xbox? Like, do you, do you play with an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller? I, I was on Xbox and I still do play with an with an Xbox controller today on PC. I've heard good things about the PS4 controller, um, but I like I said, I'm more casual. The Xbox hasn't really given me any any issues. Yeah. The only thing that I've I enjoyed using an Xbox controller, I think the only thing that I notice is that PlayStation controllers feel a little bit more sturdy to me and they don't go out as quickly. Xbox controllers are a little flimsy for how many hours i spend on it yeah we've i that's that's kind of the thing i've heard from a lot of the guys in the igl community you know they've gone through a few uh xbox controllers and um you know when you're putting as much pressure on it and playing as much um as some of the guys do you can definitely go through a couple controllers in no time at all here's a pro tip for anybody listening to the show i bought mine at best buy and they have that replacement program so I bought my controller, 60 bucks, and then it was $10 for the replacement plan, and that lasts like two years. So within like four or five months, mine was acting up. So I took it in, and they replaced it, and then it was just another $10 to buy a new replacement plan for that controller. So as long as you're going through them in like ten year, or two years, which most people do with how much we play this game, uh, then it's just an easy $10 to keep on replacing your controller over and over and over again, which is a big money saver, if you ask me. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. I feel like everybody should go jump on that. Do they? Do you know if they have that for all types of controllers, or is it just the oh, Xbox yeah. one? I mean, Best Buy or, has sorry, a replacement yeah. plan for basically anything. So, uh, you know, Xbox controllers, especially with how often they, those do go out, you know, every six months you can get a new controller for 10 bucks instead of having to pay the full price. Most people say those things are a ripoff, and usually technology these days is good enough that you don't have to buy them, uh, but I always do. And especially with how much time I spend on my controller and how quickly they wear down, it's that's a no-brainer if you ask me. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, that, that seems like a really great deal. I, I, uh, I know they should give me a commission for anybody that uh, goes to buy one. Now I should, I should get a link to put on the podcast for that. There we Anyways, go. Let's get some sponsorships going. I know, know right. <laughs> Best buy. Anytime you're ready, I'm here. So let's go back to your playing a little bit mm -hmm. now that my advertisement is out of the way. Just so we're clear, that's not actually a hashtag ad. That was just me. Um, 
So let's get into you playing. Mm-hmm. Right now you're plat. So in the past couple of years, is it was it just kind of like a gradual increase to there? Or were you at like a certain level and then something changed or you kind of hit some kind of breakthrough and then got to the next level? Um, I would say that once I really started putting more time into the game, that that's whenever I saw a pretty gradual increase, right? I mean, I know I'm still in the lower ranks, so that's when you do probably tend to see the the gradual increase in rank. But uh, uh, I would say I think the highest I've ever been is Plat 3. Like when we first started IGL two years ago, um, it was was pretty small. So I I did play in the first one. I was playing Rocket League a lot and I eventually got up to plat three. You know, I was right there on the cusp of almost getting into diamond. Um, But then as IGL grew, I didn't really have time to play as much. And so then I've kind of dropped back down here, you know, like four, five, six seasons later. Um, I wasn't playing as consistently. And now that I'm playing consistently, I've just kind of found myself pretty much plateaued out there because... um, I don't, you know, I just, I pretty much just hop in and play. I don't really do any training packs or, or free play or anything like that, which I know, you know, I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen the tips. Those are the best ways to improve for sure. Um, but from what I've been doing, it's just been more kind of been consistently just getting in there and trying to play. And uh, I feel like I have a sense of what I need to do to improve. It would just be a matter of kind of setting aside the time to, to do that. Yeah, of course. So what would you say is like the main game that you play? Um, right now, it's it's kind of a few different games. So like I'm kind of I feel like I'm kind of spreading myself thin with the games right now, right? Do I you got, have anything that you like really excel at? Um, so back in the day, there's this game called Heroes of the Storm, which was basically the Blizzard MOBA. So like yeah, yeah, the yeah. Legends or Dota. I, uh, that was a game that I really sunk a lot of time into. And I guess I would, I would say Excel that, right? Like I, I made it to uh, grandmaster, which is the equivalent of grand champ, I guess I would say in rocket league. So that game, um, yeah, that game definitely, I took a lot of time into that. I learned it. I got to, you know, a, a pretty high level. I was, I, I was at one point, uh, in one of the earlier seasons ranked in like the top, 250 260 so that game i definitely excelled at um but you know that game doesn't really exist anymore because it kind of got got killed off i mean it's still there it's still a lot of fun uh but i haven't i haven't played that game competitively or seriously in a very long time yeah they're not really supporting that game anymore are they yeah, unfortunately not. Uh, they kind of just pulled the plug on the professional circuit for that game. And uh, once that happened, as as you would expect, I mean, pretty large exodus of players. A lot of the big names stopped playing it. And uh, without the support from, from Blizzard, you know, it's just kind of, uh, I guess you could say it's just on life support. I mean, still a decent community. It's still fun. People still play it, but uh, it's not it's not really supported like it, it used to be. So what kind of effort or what kind of things um, did you notice with yourself in that game to get to that kind of level? Because obviously, I mean, top 250, that's that's no joke. So obviously, you know what you're doing gaming wise. So what kind of time did you put in or what kind of like uh, routine did you have to uh, look at what you were doing and consistently improve and keep at that kind of level? 
Yeah, that's a that's a really good question because I think that my answer to it, I mean, it it's going to apply to every game. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, good good move on your part. But if you really want to get good at a game, and specifically to to answer the question of like how I got to to where I was in the top two fifty. Uh, again, it was in the early season, so you know, I, I, it's not like I was a, a name or anything like that that people knew. This was very early on, but to get to that level, um, I watched a lot of videos. That game's a little different than Rocket League in the sense that uh, you know, there's always a changing meta. You're drafting different heroes. You're banning different heroes. There's stuff going on like that. Um, so just basically constantly whether it's watching streamers or YouTube videos or whatever it may be, constantly watching videos and content to understand the game and how it works at the highest level, right? Like watch what the pros do, try to emulate what the pros do um, in your own games. That's a huge way to make sure that you, you, you copy those skills that the people are doing at the highest level that leads you to success. Right. And the other, I would say two things that kind of tie in are one, I know it's, it's easier said than done, but you just can't, you can't tilt, you can't get mad. You have to solely focus on what you're doing and what you can do to help win the game and to help move yourself forward there. And for me, you, you asked about kind of like a routine, you know, before I would play the game, I would kind of remind myself that, right? You know, I would sit there before I log in and just think, you know, just focus on what you're doing. If your teammates make mistakes or whatever it may be, just do what the next logical thing would be to try to get the game back on track from that mistake. Because, I mean, it's easy to just sit there and say, my teammate didn't do this, my teammate didn't do that, I should be this rank, that rank. And sometimes maybe that's a valid complaint, but that kind of attitude is never going to actually get you to where you need to be. You have to solely be focused on improving yourself, improving your own gameplay. And obviously playing a lot is a good way to do that. But I highly recommend watching high level content and trying to emulate the, the behaviors, the rotations, the patterns that you see um, from, from the best of the best. Nice. That's funny. Like that was a heroes of the storm question. And I could edit out the whole Heroes of the Storm part and be like Rocket League, and it would have would have been the same same thing. That's great. Um, so, would you say like when you're talking about your teammates and other things like that, when you were playing Heroes of the Storm, would you play with a group of people, or did you solo queue a lot in that game as well? Uh, I solo queued a lot in that game. Um, there was certain times where you know I was I would get a team together and we were playing in various leagues or trying to play in like their um, open division or stuff like that. Um, so there was a bit of a, a spree where I was on a team, but for the most part, most of it was, was just on solo queue and, and individually. And how was it for you or going back to that whole tilt thing? How did you manage yourself when you're, especially at playing at a high level uh, you know, having certain expectations of how the game should go or what you want to see and kind of how you would want to play the game, but then other people having their own ideas and their own vision of playing. How did you balance those two things? Um, I guess I just, 
I mean, I tried to, like I said, before I would play, I always tried to get in the right mindset. Like if I knew I was going to be playing to try to grind rank and to try to really improve at that in that particular playlist, um, I would always just make sure I was mentally right to do that. And if it felt like I would kind of start slipping, I would just go into the casual modes and just, you know, just mess around until I either felt like I... Uh, wanted to get back in there and play some more ranked, or maybe I just just called it a day and that was that. Um, I know it's a little different with Rocket League because the casual playlists, I don't feel like... Um, I, I feel like most people are pretty set on playing ranked, so you can kind of fall into a trap of, I just got to keep grinding and grinding and grinding and, and uh, not give yourself a break. But I think taking the mental breaks is important. Um, one thing that I've found with Rocket League is I... Uh, I, I turn off chat sometimes just because I'm like, you know, there's some days where I'm like, I, I do kind of feel like trying to focus on improving my game here in Rocket League. And I know, you know, I, I know I need to sink more time into it and this and that. But certain times I just kind of try to do that same mental routine, I guess, of, uh, of what I did with Heroes of the Storm. And I found that just turning off chat, sometimes turning off quick chats is just a good way to go because you don't really... That, that stuff can really affect a lot of players and it's easy to get engaged with, you know, talking to people in chat or this and that. But if you turn that stuff off, you're able to solely focus on gameplay, focus on what you're doing. Um, and I found that that's a really effective way to just kind of hone in on yourself and, and your own skills. So, yeah, I guess just uh, the short answer to the question is basically just making sure you're mentally ready. And then if you feel like you're not, um, just take a step back because chances are it's not gonna it's not gonna lead you to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, certainly. Uh, I think mindset is eighty percent or ninety percent of most things. So if you're looking to progress but you're not in the right place mentally for it, then you're doing yourself more harm than good. Yeah, you definitely are, and I mean it's uh, it's obviously a grind. I mean you can't always take breaks because. Uh, you know, if you're always taking a break, you're not, you're not going to be making any progress. There are going to be times where you kind of have to push through a little bit, but it's important to, uh, to always just try to make sure that you set yourself on the right track, you know, assuming that that's, that's what you want as a player, right? It seems like most Rocket League players I talk to, um, they do have the aspirations to, to grind up the ranks and, you know, whether it's just like, I just want to hit diamond for the first time, or this is my first season where I really think I can get grand champ, whatever it is, whatever level it is. Um, you just kind of set those goals for yourself. And then when you play, you focus on the things you need to do to get you to that rank that you want to be at. For sure. So going back to that a little bit more, I'm, I'm intrigued by the whole, um, mindset thing. Like when you have been, kind of tilted or upset or something like that. What's the conversation that you go through with yourself to get yourself back on the right path or the right side of things? Um, I think one of the, one of the conversations I have is that, I mean, it's, it's a game, you know, it doesn't really matter. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, But I think reminding yourself that, you got to be you got to be playing to learn like of course it's going to be it's going to be disappointing if you're one game outside of grand champ and you don't make it and you fall all the way down to champ 2 i don't know like that's that's hard right but 
what did you learn when that happened? You gotta, you, you just need to, you just need to always kind of try to kick it back to a positive mindset of like, what did you learn? What can you do to get back to that level? You're obviously one game away, so you did it once. You can do it again. Um, just basically constantly reminding yourself that, you know, I mean, I, that's what I try to do is like, it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. There's going to be setbacks. If it was just a straight stair step up to where you wanted to be, everybody would have, would have hit their rank. Um, and I, I don't know, I kind of got that attitude from, from watching some streamers and seeing some high level players in various games. Um, there's just one, one pro I remember for a, a smaller game called battle, right. Who pretty much just, just got me thinking of the mindset of like, it's just ranked. Your rank doesn't matter. If you sit in there and think I need to hit diamond two, then that's going to consume you. And whenever you start losing, you're just going to, you're going to be disappointed. You're not going to be happy with what's going on in the game. Um, so just kind of focusing on, you know, it's good to have a goal that you want to be at diamond two, but you have to remember that you need to have fun. You need to focus on the improvement. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be okay if you don't hit that goal right away. It's going to take some time and take some steps, and maybe there's going to be some back back and forth there. Uh, just going into ranked with the attitude to improve is going to get you to your goal faster than going into the going into ranked and saying, "I need to get to this my goal as fast as possible." Right, and what is what is going to get you to a specific rank? Like thinking, "I just want to be grand champ," like if you just think about being grand champ all the time, what it's so nebulous, it doesn't really even mean anything. Uh, but consistently thinking about improving and looking at your mistakes and what am I doing wrong and what can I fix? It's a completely different mindset. It's a completely different thought process that can lead you to things that you can get better at much sooner than just thinking about this arbitrary thing or title. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I was kind of th- kind of reflecting as I was talking to you, I'm like, huh, I feel like I'm saying like two contradictory things, like set a goal, but also it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but like, but, um, I think yeah. goals are super important. I think, I mean, just using that word goal is so important, mm-hmm. but the thing of it is, is, have a goal that's going to actually serve you. Yes. Yeah. That's a, thank you for summarizing what I was trying to say. And that probably 60 second ramble a little, a little bit ago there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for cutting you off. No, that was, that was exactly what, uh, I'm, I'm glad you could put words to, to what I was, what I was trying to say there. That was perfect. It's, it's something that I th- have thought of, about a lot. And, and honestly, I've thought about it in terms of, just content creation in general. Like I, it's, it's kind of, and it's been a struggle for me mentally in like between my thought process, because I want my content to be successful. And this could, I mean, this could be the same, you know, looking at your business, the IGL, uh, you obviously want that to be successful and you can have your goals for that business. Uh, and for me, you know, and you, you know, if you all up and decided, you know what, I want to be a grand champ in Rocket League. And you could make that your singular goal. That's the only thing that I want in life or have the goal of grand champ 
and growing the IGL. But if your heart sits with getting Grand Champ more and IGL kind of goes by the wayside, like you're not going to grow one thing as much as the other. So with me and my content, like I want my content to grow, but I also want to be GC or I want to get better at the game. Like you have to align things in the right way so that neither nothing suffers. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to look at things is, you know, it, it's great to set goals. Um, but if you set too many goals, obviously, certain ones are going to falter or you're not going to mm-hmm. hit hit where you want to be in certain places. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, with business, with content creation, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they want to be a Twitch streamer, or make videos on YouTube or whatever it may be. Um and that's, that's an easy thing to think about and to say, but putting in the work behind the scenes to make that happen, that's where, that's where a lot of people falter, right? Because content creation is very difficult. Um, there's a lot of challenges with it. Um, so it's, it's good to like, if that's an avenue that you want to go to definitely put a lot of focus in, which seems like, uh, it seems like you've been doing, I know you just had the, the rebrand here pretty recently uh, from Chasing GC. So it's uh, it's neat to see you thinking about the, these kinds of things and sort of what you're doing with your own content here. Yeah, well, again, you know, I think words mean a lot. And I do think a lot about mentality and mindset and things of that nature. And, you know, I've explained it before, and I feel like Infinite Boost is more of a, a representation of the energy that I want behind this podcast. And, and so it was a, it was a really good switch for me. And I feel like, you know, even in, in what you do on a, on a daily basis, like you guys have a mission and a desire for what you're doing and you try to do your best to present and offer things to people that align with that mission. Yeah. And that was, I mean, even from day one, we came up with with the mission of basically building a community of gamers. And that's pretty simple, right? There's not a whole lot to that. And I'm not going to say we had everything figured out from day one, uh, because quite frankly, the conversation to start IGL was basically, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to try to do this with some of our friends? And I said, yes. It was about a 10, 15 minute conversation. So <laughs> we did, we didn't have like the master plan or anything like that. Um, but we had a mission of what we wanted to accomplish. So as people, I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about setting goals. If you do set a goal, especially if it's related to, to business or content creation or anything like that, um, having a mission behind that is what's going to kind of prop you up as you're trying to achieve that goal, because a goal without a mission, um, it's almost just kind of a wish, right? Like if things get tough, if you kind of fall down along the way, Um, you need to be able to fall back on your mission, the purpose, why are you doing this um, to help you get back up and get on the road to that goal? I wholeheartedly agree. And so I'm, I'm curious about that as well, because I mean, especially in online games, you could say basically like every different facet of online games is extremely crowded and uh, 
I can't think of the word that I'm crowded is a perfectly fine word. I don't need to use two words to say the same thing, but like, obviously you guys have found a good amount of success in what you're doing and in growing that community. I mean, many of the top content creators are advocates for you guys. Your server is huge. You know, people are always really excited about putting together teams for your guys' leagues. You're announcing new games. You have that partnership with something, something Queen Queen B. Is that the yeah. uh, Killer Queen Black? Yes, Killer yep. Queen Black. Yeah. So like you have a lot of things going for you guys, and it to somebody on the outside is like, oh, you know, they just they're just doing it like they're just successful it was just like here they are they're doing their thing but i'm sure there were bumps and bruises and and opportunities for learning along the way um so if you'd be open to it and you don't have to go into specifics but like maybe talk about some of or insights on like bumps and bruises or uh where you something didn't go as you expected and you learned, adjusted, and kept moving from there. Yeah, I mean, there's as as with anything, there's going to be a lot of challenges as you try to progress a business or a vision or whatever it may be. And you know, we've been doing this for two years, um, so we, we've a lot's changed. I mean, we've had people that have been here the whole time, and um, they they've seen a lot of the different changes that have happened, whether that's because of something that didn't go quite the way we wanted or, or just because maybe something positive happened and we were able to add something in. Um, as far as like any specifics, I mean, there's, there's definitely been a few times where we've had to overcome some challenges. I mean, one that I can think of off the top of my head is that, uh, we, we grew a lot really quickly and early on streaming was, uh, streaming was the king basically, right? I mean, people wanted their matches on stream. They loved it. It was a fun way for them to get to interact with us. Uh, we were streaming, you know, probably like two or three nights a week. So of course the whole community is excited about it. We're excited about it. Um, so we're like, let's, let's crank it up like five days a week. You know, we just kept streaming, 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 streaming. And for a while it was going great, but, uh, it just, it kind of got to be really exhausting. And we realized that we just couldn't sustain that anymore. Right. I mean, we were starting to have thousands of people playing in the league. Everybody wants to get their game streamed. It just wasn't possible for us as two individuals to accommodate to this ever growing community. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so you have challenges like that, right. But what we were able to do to overcome that is now we have a community caster program where people from the community stream IGL games on their own channels. People can sign up who are in the league to play on these other casters channels. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just been absolutely huge for us. I think last season was, or maybe the season before was the first one we did it. Um, but now, I mean, we're streaming like 50, 60, 70 games a week across our channel and the other channels. Um, and it gives people something to get excited about. They get their games commentated. It's a great way for people from the community to kind of grow their own brand with their own channels and, and just a good way for everybody to interact with each other. So uh, when you come across challenges, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a Cinderella story, right? It has a happy ending. We were, we're really happy with how the Community Caster program turned out and how it's uh, been able to overcome that challenge we saw of not being able to, to get as many people's games on streamed as, as we wanted. 
Um, but you know, sometimes there's going to be challenges that, that you don't always have the perfect answer for. So the important thing is just kind of reflect and see where you think you can take your business or your content or your idea or whatever it is, um, in maybe a, a, a different direction as opposed to necessarily trying to, trying to always hold on to something, I guess, if it, if it seems like it's not working anymore. Well, and I think that goes along with Rocket League at the same time. You know, if something isn't working for you, if something isn't going exactly how you want it to, then taking some time to reflect and find a different way of looking at it is is huge. Yeah, I mean... It can be a really good opportunity, especially when, you know, if you're stuck somewhere how to make that big next jump forward. It definitely is. And I, I feel like it's kind of uh, bringing us back full circle to our conversation conversation earlier, you know, where if it seems like stuff's not going great and as you're trying to grind out ranked, uh, that you just take a step back, you know. I mean, I don't know, do something as simple as uh, uh, go look in the mirror and smile, you know, <laughs> go walk around <laughs> your house. Like just do anything to try to make yourself, try to pull yourself away for a second uh, and just get, you know, get the blood flowing, try to re rejuvenate that, that attitude and then hop right back into it. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a big, long break or anything like that. It can be, um, some, something as simple as just getting up, walking, walking around the house for a minute or two and then sitting back down. That, that kind of stuff does wonders. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So t- let's go back to, let's go back to Rocket League a little bit. And was it, I mean, it's not in the actual specifics isn't probably normally important or actually important. But uh, the first question that I have for you is in, in reference to one of the greatest memes in rocket league history, which is I'm in platinum and this looks just like my games. How are you GC? Do you, uh, how, how do you respond or feel about that when you see those comments or hear people talking about that. Like when you see GC gameplay, are you like, oh yeah, I could do that. The, those comments, those comments crack me up. And we've seen them on our stream a lot. Um, Cause you know, we stream a variety of ranks. So, you know, it's like, here's some champ one, champ twos. What? This, this looks like gold. How are these guys, you know, just say, yeah, like you said, the most common meme. Um, I, I, I don't really buy into that kind of stuff. I mean, people, it looks slower as, as some, okay. So let me answer it this way. As somebody who's commentated all kinds of games at pretty much every rank you can think of outside of RLCS, um, it does look slower when you're watching it because you see everything. You see what all six players are doing. You see where the ball is. You see everybody's position on the field. It's easy for you to look at a bird's eye view and say, this should happen now, or this should happen, or like this player needs to go here because you can see everything. But when you're in the game, stuff's moving a lot faster than it looks like when you're spectating it, right? I mean, stuff is moving at a hundred miles an hour especially at those higher ranks. Um, so I guess my response to that, if people weren't actually memeing, if they're saying it in a serious way is, Hey, if you think you're better than those guys, then get to their rank and then beat them. You know, I mean, <laughs> get up there and show them that you're better. Yeah. I think the only thing that I can think of, I mean, is, and I feel this 
I don't feel this way. It's not like I watch squishy videos and I'm like, oh man, come on. It's it's more it's so much easier when you're not actually in control of the car to be aware of like what's happening. And when you're not controlling the car to understand what the player is actually doing. Like it's it's easy when you've watched a hundred squishy videos to like know what he can do and know what he's going to do. And then it it almost feels like you can do it. But obviously then when you start playing the game, you're nowhere close. Right. Like yeah, when you're when you're watching somebody who's just amazing at Rocket League pull off all the craziest things, it looks so simple because uh you know, a lot of times for them, it is right. They put in the countless hours. They've gotten to where they are for a reason. Um, a lot of it's muscle memory and, and they're just they're just doing what they do. And it looks normal. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. like he said, it just looks normal. Um, so it's it's hard to kind of look at something like that and and feel like it's faster than it's supposed to be. Or like, why are these guys the rank that they are? Because it just looks I mean, it just looks normal. You know, everybody's playing at the rank that they're at. There's there's. Uh, um, a steadiness to the gameplay that makes it easy for an, an outside observer to say, Hey, this isn't moving that fast. I, you know, I, I could do that, but uh, I don't know. In reality, it's, it's a lot harder to jump in there with, with players like that it, and actually do that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot different than you would, you would think. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be able to just jump in those games and actually do those things. Uh, but that is not the way that the world works, unfortunately. No, it, it's definitely not. And I, you know, I, I understand where people are coming from. If they see the pl- the gameplay and it doesn't look like it's as fast as it's supposed to be. Um, honestly, there's sometimes where I'm, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, there's sometimes where I'm casting the games and I, I see it and I'm like, you know, it, it looks like maybe I could be out there. Not, I'm not talking like champ level, but maybe in like the diamond rank, right? I see some diamond gameplay. I'm like, I, you know, maybe I could do this, but uh, I'll, I'll have a moment, you know, a moment of weakness there where I'm like, I, I think I could do this. You know, I think I could get could get out there. Uh, and then I hop into ranked and, you know, I, I can't get past plat two. So I'm like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess they are moving a lot faster than I, than I thought they were, huh? <laughs> well, so that's really interesting because at the same time you have gotten into a game and been able to play a game at a very high level. So you're obviously a smart guy. Like you understand video games, you understand improvement and how to get better at things. So I guess my first question is like, what do you, especially for somebody that has played against diamond players as well? Like, what do you see as the difference in between you and diamond players? Uh, I, I think the biggest difference, and I'm just speaking for me personally, you know, not necessarily like everybody who's, sure. who's around the plat rank, but for me personally, I do not, um, I don't, I I'm very hesitant on my quick aerials and, and my mechanics and some decision-making, right? So like, especially I've noticed with quick aerials, like I hesitate a lot because I just don't have great mechanical skill. I feel like I'm going to mess up going for it. Uh, So there's a lot of times where I just don't, I don't try to make the play I know I'm supposed to make because I just don't think I'm going to be able to make it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, obviously improving my mechanics to get some of the basics down, it would be of huge, huge importance to me to kind of take me up a, a few levels. Um, but then just having the confidence to, to make the play and, you know, sometimes you miss it, that that's part of it, but I need to take more chances and go into the play with confidence instead of just saying, I, ah, there's no way I can get this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rotate back. Sure. And I'll just throw this out there as somebody that doesn't play the game a lot. Taking those risks in the games that you're playing will allow you the opportunities to practice those things such that you'll eventually be able to do them. That's yeah, that's a good point. And I I think next, you know, next time I log on, I'm going to try to start getting a little bit more aggressive because I, I know I, I kind of missed a few seasons. I mentioned I played more when we were starting IGL about two years ago. Uh, but this season, I probably have about 200-something games and doubles. So I have been kind of getting back into it a little bit more. Um, and I just I just went on a humongous losing streak like two or three nights ago. So that's why I'm kind of at like that. I needed to reflect a little bit before I... Uh, you know, before I tried to try to jump back in there. And, and uh, that was, you know, some of the stuff I just mentioned about my game is, is some of the things I thought about uh, during, during those days, I wasn't really, really playing it. Yeah, man, if I were you, I would just go crazy. I mean, I should be talking to myself too. Like I should just go a little bit crazy and try things that I'm not necessarily comfortable with so that I get experience being more comfortable with those things, especially if you don't have a lot of time to play the game. Uh, and as we said earlier, rank really doesn't matter at all. Like it's just, it's just a title that, you know, you're there for a reason. And if you want to keep going, you're going to need to make some mistakes. You're going to need to learn some new things, which will include losing and maybe going down in rank, but eventually that will turn around and you'll start going back up again. So if you don't have a lot of time in the game, if you don't have a lot of time to just sit in training packs or free play and hit the ball around and learn things, well, use your time in ranked games as your training grounds. Try something that you're not comfortable with over and over and over again. And eventually you'll learn like, oh man, this is where I make that mistake. And then that mistake won't happen anymore. I'm I'm logging on tonight. I'm getting in there. Like this is happening. <laughs> I'm all pumped up now, Tom. We well, we you'll got, have we to send this. me a friend request. I'd be I'd be. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't want to be so forward, but I'd be happy to play sometime if you need somebody to make mistakes with. Yeah, that would that would be great. I would love that because I normally. Uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of guys in the IGL community who are always super helpful and and willing to to play and stuff. But I've just primarily been playing with. Uh, you know, my brother and one of my friends. And like I said, grind, trying to grind some doubles, have a little bit of fun. Uh, sometimes it's just a good way for us to, you know, if we haven't got to talk in, in a day or two, just hang out and, and catch up, which to me, by the way, is one of like the most underrated great things about a game like Rocket League is you can kind of hop on with some friends, enjoy it pretty casually. And it's a good way to, uh, it's like a good way to just catch up and, and chat with each other and have some fun playing a game. Whereas I feel like, um, you know, a lot of other games that, that can be super intense with like, so like one of the other games I like to play is Apex Legends. Um, I, I enjoy playing that with my friends, but we don't really, and I actually do play in IGL. That's one of the games that, that we have that I play in. 
Um, but when we're playing that game, I mean, like we are locked in, you know, like we're locked in, we got to be paying attention to everything going around us, where we rotate into, you know, just, just quick, quick movements. There's not a whole lot of craziness or the, you know, the, the matches you got to be pretty hyper aware, but with rocket league, um, at least at the level that I play it at. And when I'm playing with friends and stuff, you can kind of relax a little bit more. You can talk, uh, even while the game is going on um and and just sort of have a have a have a more fun casual experience so i think rocket league's great with that and then on the flip side of course when you're on a on a team with comms and rocket league like it don't get me wrong it's serious business and it it operates at the highest level just like any other game um but i i I love that the basic gameplay of it lends itself to a more social experience i guess than most most other games do and i think that so where does your rank land in Apex? So Apex, I am one of those people that uh, hits plat and then immediately wishes they did not. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with how the Apex system works, but you no, cannot. No, I'm not. Okay, so so unlike in Rocket League with Apex, you cannot. And they just changed it too. They just announced the new season and they're changing it just a little bit. So I haven't looked at the changes. Okay, I, so I haven't, you so go with may, what you know. Yeah, this may be outdated information here, but it used to be that um, you could not drop down a rank. So once you hit plat, you couldn't go back to gold. Um, and the game, at least, again, for the level of play that I'm at, like I was good enough to get out of gold, and I'm good enough to be better than, I guess I would say, the average player you know quote quote unquote here because i i consider myself to be an average player um but once you hit those plat lobbies you start playing with people that kind of take the game a little bit more seriously they're putting in way more time you see some diamonds maybe even some apex predators which you know that's basically a grand champ um and the game just it just it just hits a whole other level like it accelerates to a whole other level so i'm gonna have to check out uh the changes that that they implemented see what it's like because i was uh uh i was i was out of the out of the house here the last few days so i haven't really been able to catch up as much on some of the stuff going on i saw they i think they announced a new character too but yeah uh, i need Mm -hmm. to dive into some of the details and see what the changes are there yeah new character and then basically apex predator Apex Predator is like the top one right now, right? Yes. Yep. So they made that into like a top 500. So only the top 500 people will be Apex Predator. And then everybody below, they added in a new ranked level. That's amazing. I love that. And I wish Rocket League would do that because that's how Heroes of the Storm was where the Grand. So I used I, it was called Grandmaster. I, I referred to it as Rocket League as Grand Champ. Uh, but it was the in the early seasons when I was doing it, it was the top 500 players. And that fluctuated on a daily basis, depending on how many ranked points you had. Uh, and then in later seasons, it was it was only the top 200 players. But I think Rocket League could very much benefit from some sort of global leaderboard system uh, that that differentiates some of the ranks. I mean, I know they have the top 100 now, um, but, you know, Grand Champ is, what, like 1500 and up, and there's dudes with, like, 17, 18, 19, you know, I mean, it's... All the way to 2000. Yeah, there's a huge disparity there, and I would love to see some kind of global leaderboard that actually impacts what that rank is called, implemented into into Mm -hmm. Rocket League. 
and reward those people too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and Overwatch has been doing that since the inception. And of course, you know, they don't give like skins for it, but they give those like animated banners for everybody in the top 100. That's really cool. And it gives you something to work for. Whereas like once you, especially for the pros or even bubble players, you know, it gives them something to strive for to actually get into that top 100. Otherwise it's just like, okay, now I'm in the top 100. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. I, I, they definitely should reward people to get into top 100 because I mean, that is just such a colossal achievement. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. even if you touched it at any point in your rocket league career, that is, I mean, that's a, a big deal. For sure. For sure. So what are, what are some things that you see in your own game right now where you're at that if you wanted to like take the next step in your game, what would you work on immediately? I think immediately I would work on my quick aerial skills. I mean, that is the number one mechanic that nine times out of 10, if I mess up, I feel like it's because I didn't do that properly. Whether it's not being there to take a shot, whether it's missing a save, uh, any sort of, whether, you know, whether it's not challenging the ball at midfield, there are so many times that I'm playing where I'm just like, if I knew how to, if I was good at consistently quick aerialing, I, this would be a different ball game. So that would, I, that is the one uh, that needs to, that needs to happen for me to immediately, I think that would immediately boost my game, probably a, a rank or two. So would you say that you miss a lot of aerials? You were talking earlier about just not going for them, but would you say that you miss on a pretty consistent basis as well? Yeah. Um, when I, when I do go for them, you know, it's, there are usually, um, when I do go for them, you know, I, I will miss sometimes, um, a lot of, I think a lot of that is more attributed to just not really having the game sense I need to have as opposed to, as far as like knowing how the ball is going to bounce a certain way or where it's going to go or how much boost I need to get to where I need to be. Just all those small factors that are, are second nature to, to most players you know um that that kind of stuff i just don't really have the game sense for it so it'll lead me to kind of overextending a little you know i might miss it or might i might overshoot it um but yeah just just uh i think so maybe i don't know maybe as i'm talking here i just need to get more of a uh improve my speed and awareness around the field to get more comfortable with how the the game flows before and and kind of start kind of start hitting hitting on a more consistent basis before i maybe worry about that mechanic i'm curious do you ever watch have you watched rizzo's road to gc series for 3v3 i i think i watched one of them and it was for the really early ranks and i don't know if he does this with the other videos but i i know he was when the one i was watching he was specifically talking about he was just like i'm just going to control the midfield and just keep it on that half and he you know he just kept hitting the ball back over there um and eventually they score because you know the other team can't even get it off off that side of the field um so i don't know if maybe he like every video he did there was like a little tip for each each rank but i think that one was either bronze or or silver yeah i would i would really recommend that you watch that video and it's interesting because again going back to what we were talking about before where how it feels so much slower when you're watching it i'd be i'd be interested 
to have you watch that video and then get back to me um, like with with your experience because obviously when you're watching it it looks slower it feels slower uh, even when I'm watching Rizzo play against champ ones and champ twos which is where I'm at it looks slower because he's doing so much less and of course he has better car control than me which is huge and he hits the ball better than me which makes a big difference um, but I'm sure that when you watch him play a platinum game, it will look so much slower. Like I'm sure you feel like you're moving at a pretty good pace on a consistent basis in your games, just because like, that's what you're used to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the interesting thing that you would find in watching that is how slowly the gameplay is actually going and your ability to maneuver it a little bit more effectively and, uh, the decision-making behind like when you make attempts at the ball or how you go at the ball. Uh, all that to say, I think that um, you could get a lot of insight out of that in terms of how to more effectively play. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, I definitely am going to check that out because I I would be interested to see what um, you know. Going back to my earlier comments, if you want to improve, I highly recommended watching players at the highest level. Um, totally. And you know, Rizzo's certainly certainly one of those. So it'd be good to see his input on on kind of what he what he thinks about that. Um, one thing that I think is really interesting about Rocket League in and of itself is that. Um, like, of course, you're supposed to be playing as fast as you can, but you're also supposed to be playing like slow too. you know, like you don't you don't want to play too fast. So there's just this uh, awesome balance of like trying to figure out what ha like how quickly are you supposed to be playing? When is it smart to play fast? When is it smart to play slow? And I mean, it's just it's why it's one of the great games out there, man. There's just so much to it. Uh, so many levels to think about as you're trying to improve. Well, I think what you just said there is is really valuable and really interesting because you always want to play fast and you want to be able to do that in control. Mm -hmm. If you're out of control, it's not valuable to be playing just fast for the sake of playing fast. And that's why the better players are better because they have the control of their car and themselves and being able to control their car fast enough to then control the ball at that speed. And that's why they're where they're at. And that's why we are where we are. Like yep. <laughs> I'm champ one because I can move fast enough to hit the ball effectively on a consistent basis to play with and against champ ones. You're plat two or plat three because you move fast enough to hit the ball as often as you need to, to win and compete with plat threes. If you, you know, were able to control the car better to hit the ball better on a consistent basis, then you would move up the ranks. Like that's, that's mm -hmm. all there is to it. Like it's, it's an equal proportion of playing fast and, and control. And the faster that you're able to do that, it feels slower because that's just how you're able to control yourself. 
Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, and I think it's uh, I think what what you mentioned is almost um, it's almost an explanation for why people watch games and think that it's moving slow because mm-hmm. it, those players have just learned how to control their car to the point that it looks natural, it looks normal, but they're still moving at a, a very high rate. Um, right. Because when I think oh play fast, I mean that that means like maximum boost like let's go we, we got to always be full boost we got to be doing this you know we, we just have to always have enough boost to just be blazing around the field um but but that's just not that's just not how the game works you know and when you i feel like when you watch some of this high level gameplay you see them moving around the field relatively effectively either without using boost or with using very little boost so it's, I mean, in some cases it can look slow, right? But there, that's where I think awareness and positioning comes into play is that they aren't having to necessarily move at the fastest speed to get to where they're going because they already know uh, where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And it's a lot of time in supersonic. Uh, yep. Are you familiar with calculated.gg? I am. Yep. Yeah. So one thing that I've noticed in my own gameplay as compared to like professional gameplay is that uh, they spend about twice the amount of time in supersonic as I do in a game. Wow. And so also their slow, their time at a slow speed, which is half the maximum acceleration. Theirs is usually maybe 10 to 15 seconds less than mine. So they're moving around the field a lot faster. I mean, they are moving faster than I am, and they're moving faster more often than I am. Um, and I'm sure you know that would be even more so for uh, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, I have a friend that's in GC, and he's he just he could have been GC last season, but didn't get it, and he he hit GC this season. Uh, you know, he spends very little time in supersonic if at all but he just when he goes for the ball he always hits it like he's very effective in the air so he hits Mm -hmm. the ball on a consistent basis um so there is also just a conversation to be had about being effective when you actually go for the ball and you you know you could hop in the game right now and just drive around and get into supersonic and zoom around the field but and obviously this is no slight on you. Uh, it's just an example that you know you could zoom around the field at supersonic, but you probably wouldn't be able to hit the ball as well as you would like to because you're not used to moving in that kind of speed, mm-hmm. and you don't have that good of control over your car on how to handle it. Um, and exactly. that's where I you know there are some pitfalls in this, I just got to go fast. Like you can go fast, but if you can't control it, then, you know, sometimes you're doing yourself more harm than you are good. Yeah, definitely. And I I think, I mean, that's a great example um, of, you know, if you're not used to moving at that speed, like you said, you're not going to be able to control it, which is why so many people recommend just going into free play and just nonstop boost as fast as you can as fast as you can move that car around the field do it hit the ball because after a while i mean if you sit there and do that like 10 15 minutes you're going to be used to your car moving at that speed or at least used to it enough that it feels a little bit more natural 
than it did. So whenever you get into a game um, and you start moving at that faster rate and you start getting into the right position at the right time and, and, and just quickly moving around the field, it's going to feel much more natural for you. 100%. Um, and even so, this is something that I've been working on as well in my own game and something that I've been noticing because I've been, uh, I've been playing more ones and also, uh, I don't, I can't explain exactly what it was, but, uh, so I, I bought a laptop so that I could play rocket league whenever I'm like away from home. So I could, you know, always just have something to play on. And there, the last time I was playing on my laptop, my card just felt extremely slow. Like I was turning slow. I was not able to move, uh, how I thought I should have been able to. And I realized that I just had this extremely misguided understanding of how the car turned and how the car spun and when you use the handbrake, how well you can drift and things of that nature. And there's also a part of this whole thing that's having a very intimate knowledge of what the car is even capable of. Like you can't control the car to your best ability if you don't fully understand what the car can and can't do. So there's also, before you can move at a fast pace, you have to know what you're even capable of because if you're consistently trying to make a quote-unquote quick turn but you're always turning around the ball or turning too sharply or this or that then even in those little minute things you can make mistakes and if you're not fully if you don't have a full understanding of those things you might be making a mistake that you don't even understand that you're making yeah that's uh that's a good way to look at it is it's like you don't I don't know. You don't know what you don't know, I guess, is the way that you can say it. Amen. Until you until you learn a little bit more about the game and and kind of think step back and think about why these things are happening, you're just going to continue to make the same mistakes. So, I don't know. That's neat that you kind of uh got to the, you know, kind of figured it out a little bit there and uh uh dug into it a little cuz I do think that that's what's um I think that that's what's missing from from a lot of of, of players who just they just want to grind rank so they think they'll get there eventually but until you really analyze why things are happening the way that they're happening uh you're not going to really understand what it takes to get that next step and you know i don't want to i don't want to come across as like i'm a super analytical person or whatever because i'm not like math science numbers that that's that's not my thing i don't do that but sometimes <laughs> it's good you know it's good to just just think about things a little bit, you know, and, and if you find yourself saying, well, this is my teammate's fault or, or this and that or whatever, um, just think about it. Like, why is it your teammate's fault? Did you put your teammate in that position where this happened? Like, you, you know, just, just think about the, the little things going on, um, to, to maybe try to help you improve your game a bit. Yeah. And if you really want to improve, never blame things on your teammate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, cause I know, I mean, that's, that's obviously the most, one of the most common things with any game. I mean, nobody wants to look in the mirror and say, that's my fault or I made the mistake. Uh, because unless it's a super glaring mistake, uh, chances are it's going to be pretty easy to pass off as somebody else's in a game that's moving a hundred miles an hour. But, uh, 
it's good, you know, it's good to think about what you can, you can do to improve on, on your own. And, uh, just think about, you know, if it seems like you're pretty, I mean, cause I, I mentioned my, my game earlier with, I feel like I need to work on just hitting the ball more consistently, the quick aerials. Uh, we kind of, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier on in the segment. Um, and I sort of came to that realization after I went on that huge losing streak, you know, I just briefly thought about the games and I was kind of like, we're constantly losing. I'm getting pretty low points. I'm not really hitting the ball as much. Why am I not hitting it? What's going on? Like, where do I need to be? Um, and just kind of came to the, you know, I, ca- I came to the realization that I shared here on the show of just, I don't think I'm doing these things well enough. Um, and sure, I'm sure my teammate messed up plenty. I mean, we're in plats, you know, we're, we're average Rocket League players. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. Um, but you know, if you think about what, what you're doing, that's, I think that's, that's, that's the key really. 100%. Yeah. Always being, uh, reflective on what you're doing and what's going wrong and what's going right is, is super important. And I have a, I have a play group. Most of my friends are GC rocket league players. Uh, mm-hmm. and I started playing these guys with these guys. I mean, in 2016, and in 2016, I was a gold, platinum, diamond level player. And so just imagine me trying to keep up with them on a consistent basis. It was it was a mess. Yeah. Um, and even now, uh, it, it still takes, like, again, I guess, wow, I'm, ba- I'm bouncing all over the place thinking about so many different things <laughs> that I could talk about. But going back to what you said about enjoying Rocket League and it being like you can just sit down and play and have a good time, when those guys are playing together, when we're all playing together, they are just having fun and hitting the ball back and forth. And, you know, they're they're playing well and they're trying to play well and they're trying to win, but they're just like joking and hitting the ball. And, and I genuinely have to concentrate to be able to be effective in those games with those guys. So like, it's, it's funny because I'm doing my best to have fun with my friend, my friends playing rocket league. Uh, and at the same time, I'm trying to improve and get better and understand what I'm doing wrong. So it's, it's this fine balance of like, okay, I need to, I need to be here. I need to not challenge this. So I need to challenge this. I need to jump for this. So why did I hit this ball this way? Why did I hit this ball this way? Why did he beat me to that ball? And it's it's a tough balance in between the two sometimes. Uh, and it just goes to show like once you get to a place where some kind of skill or mechanic or play style is comfortable or you get used to it, all of a sudden that is your norm and it the game becomes simpler at that point and so like if you were to play you know at a diamond level for a couple months you know you could look back at your platinum replays and be like why did i do that or yeah. why did i do that or i can't believe that i would mess that up because you know you play differently now uh so it's it's a funny evolution because You know, you might not think that you're getting better, but then you look at the things that you used to do and you're like, hold on, that's really me? That's, that's impossible. Or like, what's going on? What was I thinking? 
Yeah, I mean, you're never gonna, you're never just gonna wake up one day and be like, oh yes, I'm, I'm a diamond and I deserve to be here. You know, like I, I know every step I took along the way to get here. It's just, it's a, it's a natural progression. Um, you play at a certain level or you play consistently enough to get there and it becomes normal, then you got to take the steps to, to get to the next level. Um, yeah. It's just always, it's basically just a never ending, which is why video games in general are just so addicting and so much fun. Is it's just a never ending cycle of trying to improve and to be the best and to beat the people that you're playing against in those online games and, and uh, just having fun with it the whole time. I mean, it, it just never it's it never really ends you know i mean it's just always there's always a new challenge even if like a season changes or maybe some mechanics change whatever it is it's uh there's always always that next step right there in front of you to uh to to keep keep things interesting right and as long as it it is so valuable to have that mentality that it's always a challenge that there mm-hmm is always going to be an opportunity to get better. There's always going to be somebody better than you. There's always going to be something that you could be better at instead of thinking, you know, why am I not already here? This is frustrating. I'm annoyed. This game is garbage. Why can't I just be better? Yep. <laughs> that doesn't and, benefit anybody. No, and, but we've all been there though. Of course. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here like, Hey, you know, do this, do that. But you hit those ruts, right? It's tough. It, it, it can be frustrating when you're playing, and sometimes you're just gonna you're just gonna be feeling bad, and you're not gonna be able to pull yourself out of that. But uh, maybe the next day, you know, next day is always a new day where you can just hit that reset button and and get back to it, and and try to get try to try to get back on on that path that you want to be at for improvement. I'm always in a good mood when I play Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you. always i've never i have never gotten mad at that game once in my life not not even once there you go good man (laughs) yeah you know you know one thing i i did kind of want to chime in about though um just because we're talking about like competition and improvement and and whatnot is that you shouldn't i don't know this this may come across as kind of cocky but when you're playing your games i don't feel like you should ever look at anybody and think that yeah, you should always think you're the best, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, right? Like when you're this is this sounds cocky, right? But you gotta think you're the best. I mean, yes, you there's always people out there that are better than you. That's a fact. You know, you're not actually the best. But when you step into that arena, you gotta have the mindset that you're the best, because if you don't, I mean, maybe you're like, Oh, I I think this player's better than me, this game's over. You know, GG, where's the forfeit button? That's the attitude that's gonna slowly start to creep in. But if you go in there and you're like, I am the best. We're winning this game. Say you're down 2-0 or 3-0 and there's three minutes left. If you know you're the best, you're going to win that game. You know, keep that, It helps you keep that positive mindset. You just need to go in there with the expectation of like, these guys aren't, aren't going to beat me. I'm not going to lose. Um, it's not going to help you win every single game, but you got to keep that competitor mindset if you're trying to, trying to grind the ranks. Having, having confidence is not something to be sold short. Mm -hmm. And as weird as it sounds, confidence is a choice. Like you can go into a game not feeling good about yourself, or you can go into a game feeling good about yourself. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, you, you get to choose you. 
I mean, it's just life in general, right? Like there's a lot of times where you want to say, oh, this happened or that happened. But at the end of the day, you ultimately get to choose how you feel and how you react to to certain situations. Um, and if you make that choice to, to just tackle the challenges and keep plowing forward, you're going to get to where you're trying to go uh, a lot sooner than than if, uh, you know, if you let things get you down uh, on a consistent basis. Amen. You are, I will 100% agree with that. And uh, I'm 100% going to start winding down the show right now. And the first thing that we do, uh, even though that last statement was very good, is uh, T, now I'm going to give you an opportunity, if you would like, to share any final thoughts that you would like to share with the uh, Infinite Boost audience. Sure. So, um, you know, stay on the grind guys. I know it can be, it can be tough whenever you get down a little bit, or maybe you're going on a losing streak, but just set those goals for yourself, you know, reflect on what you can do to keep improving and, uh, just keep pushing forward there. Rocket league's a fun game. It's supposed to be fun. It's one of the best games out there. We all love playing it. So, uh, just stay positive and, and keep things rolling. Um, of course, if it's okay for me to give a shameless plug for indie gaming league, Definitely check us out, uh, IndieGamingLeague.com and also at IndieGaming317 on social media. Um, we run online recreational video game leagues. Obviously, Rocket League is the biggest one. So check us out. It's just a fun community of people. You sign up with a team. It's free. Um, no draft or anything like that. Just bring your friends. Come have some fun with the community. We uh, It'll help you. It'll help you improve because we've had people who... Uh, who've been around for the full two years, man, some of them come to us and, uh, you know, in the very first seasons, they were plat players. And now some of them are, are champ grand champ, just pushing on up the ranks. So consistent, fun play. That's the way to improve. I stand by it. All right. Nice. T now, is there, is there anything that you would like to shout out on the internet? Uh, this is the next step of the rollout or the ending phase. I'm just kidding. Obviously, yeah. you already started <laughs> I, on that. But anything, uh, obviously, uh, IGL is is a pretty big deal and and has obviously become one of the more popular things um, in the Rocket League community. But uh, anything uh, that you would like to shout out besides that, maybe your own personal stuff as well, if you're interested in that being out there uh, in the world. Uh, yeah, so I, I do. I'll, I'll give a few more shout outs here. I guess just my, my personal, as far as personal goes, the only thing I would say I really uh, keep up on a personal basis outside of IGL is my Twitter. So if you want to follow me at TNOW317, um, these guys don't really need shout outs, but I got to give them some some major appreciation here. I mean, obviously, Sunless Con, Flume, John Sandman, Trihouse, Rocket Sledge, um, man, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody here cause I didn't write down a list, but like people like that who supported us and supported our vision, um, just can't thank them enough. And I think it just goes to show what an amazing community this rocket league community is. Um, Tom, I think I saw you put a tweet out there about how great the rocket league community is. And like, if you think it's a bad community, then you're not meeting the right people. And I wholeheartedly- Yeah, you're looking in the wrong it. place. Exactly, exactly. Because, um, I mean, you guys have listened to the, to the story here now. I'm just a, I, I'm a split screener for fun Rocket League player. And now I get a, I, I get to talk with and work with guys like that. I mean, this community is amazing. Oh, Cloud Fuel too. I know he was on the podcast a couple episodes ago, but 
this community is absolutely amazing. Um, get out there, start doing some things, meet some people. They, the, the, the community won't let you down. So we love working with all those guys. Definitely had to, had to show them some appreciation here. Nice. Very good. Um, I'm guessing that most of the people that listen to this podcast have heard of those guys before. I would imagine. If you haven't, get under the rock that you're living under. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so not shout outs necessarily, but just a a great appreciation for for the people in this community that are are helping the rest of us uh, chase after our dreams. And thanks to you for for letting me be on here. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. It was fun. And I was, when I initially sent you that message about being on, um, I mean, and I, I started this podcast with the idea that I would have people of all different skill levels on, uh, you're the first person that is around the rank that you're at. I was like, Oh my gosh, how's this going to go? But mm-hmm. at the same time, like we had so many good different things to look at that I think it turned out really well. And I'm, I'm glad that we went through with it and, and made it happen. So thanks for taking the time to do it. Uh, and, and sharing with me, even though it wasn't necessarily 100% Rocket League, everything that we talked about can definitely go right back to Rocket League for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, or any other competitive game that you know you might be doing or just life in general um speaking of life in general the last thing that we do before we call this episode finished uh is if you have any question that you would like to throw out to the infinite boost podcast community and uh hopefully get some answers back on that or maybe just something that you're curious about and want to throw out there uh question of the episode you're more than uh welcome to throw that out now I want to know what uh, I want to know what people's goals are and why. Uh, we talked a lot about goals in this episode, so I want to know, kind of, just you know, throwing that out there to the general community. What are your goals for Rocket League? Why do you want to hit those goals? And if you don't have any goals, go set some and then come back to us. <laughs> nice, very good. I think that is a excellent way to end. If you're not answering that question, then you're a giant goof because having goals is awesome. And it really uh, pushes people forward. So before I uh, officially conclude the episode, Tina, I just want to say thank you again uh, for coming on and having a good chat with me. Uh, Be sure to check out IGL stuff and their community cast and all that stuff. They have a lot of cool stuff going on. uh, And I appreciate you taking some time to hang out with me because I know you've got a lot going on yourself. Uh, I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and T-Now, thank you so much for the boost. Very happy to be on here. Really, uh, really glad to get this opportunity and, uh, you know, happy to chat anytime. Thanks so much for having me on. Yep.